there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking, spoiler free, about Thor, Love and Thunder. I literally got home less than 30 minutes ago from seeing the movie. I went to a 4 o'clock matinee. I was able to get out of work because my boss is going to a 7 o'clock one. <laughs> it's nice to work for a Marvel fan. The short version is, if you like Ragnarok and you're a Marvel fan, then stop listening to reviews. Stop listening to teenagers who got to see it before you and go, well, it was okay. I thought it could be good. Look, you like Ragnarok? You want to go see Thor do some other stuff? There you go. Short version, go see it. You will enjoy it. So I'm going to keep it spoiler free. I might get into a spoiler one later. Sometimes spoiler ones don't really interest me. This is a movie you're going to enjoy. Um, I've seen a few people and one of my favorite reviewers nitpicked it to death. And I don't know why, because I was watching it waiting for those things to happen. And I didn't find them nitpicky at all. Maybe he had a bad day that day. I laughed a lot in this movie, as much as I did in Ragnarok, if not more. Um, I will reiterate what other reviewers have said. Christian Bale is amazing. He's one of the best villains they've had in the Marvel Universe, and his scenes are all serious. No comedy in them. Wise decision by Taika Waititi. Um, The comedy is even more. (laughs) Um, I had a blast. I really enjoyed the movie. I was ready to stand up and clap at the end, uh, the scenes after the credits and all that. I I just think it works. I think um, it's going to make a lot of money. It may even make more money than Doctor Strange because it's not as horror-leaning. Doctor Strange somehow uh, made almost a billion dollars, and I I thought it was was a little Sam Raimi-ish to make that kind of money, but it did. I think this could actually do better. It should do better than Ragnarok. Um, Is it a better movie? I'm at the point in the Marvel Universe, as long as the two hours are highly entertaining, I'm happy. Um, This was not a disappointment. I had only watched the first trailer. I had stayed away from interviews and trailers and, and, and clips and all that stuff. I haven't watched any of their new interviews or content they've put up in the last few weeks. I knew they were going to come at it hard because they didn't advertise it well in advance like they did they had more things in the pipeline so i watched that first trailer i said that's it that's all i need to see i'm in i'm i'm all about it and that was it i've literally stayed away from all of the stuff even my boss had to show me the split scene he says that's all i'm going to show you because you won't watch the new trailers i'm like no because i really want to go in as cold as i did and i made it i survived um most of the stuff in the trailer is in the beginning. There's a couple shots of things later in it, but as Marvel started to do, they front load all that stuff. Some of it's a little different than what you saw in the trailer, but that's fine. Um, it starts with a pretty serious scene as we introduce the villain and it gets into the movie. And it's the same type of humor as Ragnarok. I think they double down on everything that was in Ragnarok. I think it all works. I enjoyed seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy and the other cameos that are in the movie. Um it was heartfelt. It was touching. It ends not how you expect, which I think is another kudos to Taika Waititi and the Marvel crew for not making this movie feel like every other Marvel movie. They, they've they really, in hit or miss as the fourth phase of Marvel movies has been, 
at least they've been different. They've been trying some new things, and some of them hit, like Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange. And I think Thor Love and Thunder is a hit. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's a crowd pleaser. Most of the crowd around us uh, laughed and clapped and, and were happy at the end and stayed all the way through the credits, as we Marvel fans do. I really had to go to the bathroom. Uh, they have free refills on large, <laughs> large sizes at the Kenai Cinema. And uh, this was the first time I actually, in the middle of the movie, went back and got refills. Whew. Barely made it through the end of the movie. But I think, going back to, there's this reviewer I like on YouTube, and he really picked some things apart and said some things that I don't find to be true. He's like, oh, this is the dumb Thor. They've really dumb the, the gotten to the dumb Thor that we saw glimpses of at other things. I'm like, I don't think so. I, I, I missed that part. If, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I literally watched this two-hour movie 30 minutes ago. It'd be hard to say much else without spoilers. Um, I'm glad um, Jane got bulked up. They explain her getting the powers very well. Um, there were multiple ways they could have done that per the comics. And um, I thought Natalie Portman did a great job. Like I said, the movie's touching in places. Um, it's funny. It's you, you, Some surprising things happen. Yeah, I'm dancing around spoilers, aren't I? So anyway, I'll wrap up by just saying I really had a blast with it. I'll be picking it up on 4K. I will pre-order the Steelbook as soon as it's available because it is stunning. It was obviously filmed at 4K or higher. I know Doctor Strange was filmed at 8K, so hopefully they're filming all the movies going forward in the best versions possible because it was sharp, clear, some incredible shots, um, some places we haven't seen in the Marvel Universe, and a black and white section you've probably heard about that's also very, very, it's not completely black and white. It's very artistically done. Um, there's a lot of surprises, a lot of things I didn't expect, things that weren't even hinted at in the trailer, at least the original trailer. I did not watch the remainder of them. So now I'll watch some of the interviews and get into the behind the scenes and stuff now that I've seen the movie. I really liked it. The more I sit here and talk about it, it's like, yeah, I'd almost go back and see it again this weekend. There was one point I went and got the sodas and then I missed the very last. If there's a thing at the very, very end of the credits, I saw the one in the mid credits, but if there's something at the very end, I missed that because I really had to go to the bathroom. Thor Love and Thunder is playing now. I saw it at a Thursday matinee. Um, it was going to be pretty packed at the show after me. I think it's going to do well. I really had a good time with it. So enjoy. And if you're a Marvel fan, why were you even why are you even paying attention to reviews? These days, my buddy was like, so you're going to go see this one? I'm like, it's not even a question anymore. I have I had so much fun with Marvel movies. I will pretty much go see any Marvel movie and ju judge it just on its own if I, and if I had a fun time. Like I watched Morbius. My review was up for it. I didn't think it was terrible. It was fine. You know, it wasn't great, but they don't all have to be. This one was pretty great. You know, this was firing on all cylinders. It was creative. It was artistic. It was funny. Um, it's touching. It's also pretty dark. Um, and that seems to be another trend here in the fourth phase of the MCU. But Thor Love and Thunder is playing now. Go see it as quick as you can on the big screen because it does look and sound amazing. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My links are below. The Patreon is getting ramped up to do some new things. Uh, they're adding some new features to it, so I'm going to check into those. I've got uh, some other things working, so that's why you haven't heard as many podcasts. But getting back to it, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.